Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey everybody, thanks for listening to the Dumb Dad Podcast. My name is Kevin and I'm a dumb dad. Hey everybody, my name is Evan. I'm a dumb dad. So I know a small amount of stress can be helpful, you know, like when we're encouraging our kids to like rise above the challenge. But like what I'm struggling with is knowing when it's too much for them. I totally agree. Particularly with everything that's gone on in the last couple of years, it's hard to know that balance as parents. We recently joined Little Otter and it's really helping my family. Their expert at parenting support is really great, allows us to message, schedule appointments, track our family's progress, all in the app. That's perfect. All the information online can be overwhelming and it can be hard to know what to trust because I don't know sometimes when they tell me to like just use soybean oil and I don't think that's going to work. It just adds more stress is my point. Yeah, soybean oil can be confusing, but Little Otter removes the stress and provides expert evidence-based guidance and support. Check out their website, littleotterhealth.com, for more information. Cheers! I was waving to everybody. You waved. Well, and, just and was, I, I really feel like I put on a real uh, announcer voice there. You did have a bit of an announcer voice. It wasn't yeah. necessarily like, welcome on in. It was like, we're talking now. You're listening. Yeah. For transparency's sake of the people who are listening you and i are working on some content lately and mm-hmm. a couple of them have me do announcer voices yeah we've yeah so. we kind of been have been into the announcer voices so lately, haven't we? it's a uh, content coming soon um but it's on its way it's on its way saying it's affecting my relationship with my family you know what else is on its way <laughs> down my gullet oh okay transition an abnormal beer abnormal being the brewery yeah the, yeah exactly what you brought? The beer is called Boss Pour, San Diego IPA, seven ounces. This is—I mean, you said it. This is a uh, what did you say? What did you say about the label? It's very clean. It's not seven ounces. It's seven percent. What did I say? Seven ounces. Yeah, and we got seven ounce beers. It's not a boss. They're really it's not cute. a boss pour for at all. <laughs> <laughs> They're really cute little beers. Um, yeah, San Diego. I've never heard. I've never heard of this brewery before or tasted it before. Tell me what you think. Your first impression. It's really good. That's really? a good balanced IPA. Really? I like that one a lot. We'll be tagging them in the show notes. Hey. We found, uh, your wife good. found them at the local Trader Joe's. So Yeah, local, local Trader Joe's after she fought her way to find parking and then oh, shopped yeah. to Trader Joe's. That's what they do when they put a Trader Joe's in a new location. They actually try to find like a horrible parking situation and then they're like this is a this yep. would be a great spot for a trader joe's because see you could there's not even a clear way to ha- get into this parking lot that's, that's a, how you know it is good be a good trader joe's there yeah or if they have a good parking lot they insist that either a gas station or an apartment building is built on half of that parking lot <laughs> 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 thank you again to our sponsors of this podcast trader joe's <laughs> <laughs> couldn't do without you I don't even know if they sponsor podcasts, but I would take a sponsorship from Trader Joe's. We love Trader Joe's. That's why we put up at the parking lot. What's the couple of things you make your trade? See, the thing is, we don't live super close to a Trader Joe's anymore. So it's kind of a tra- I'm going to do a Trader Joe's run. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to do a Trader Joe's run today. Yep. What are the couple things you're grabbing from Trader Joe's no matter what's on the list? Uh, their coffee. Uh huh. Oh, you uh, like their coffee? Mm-hmm. I get a morning. I get a morning brew, and that's how I make our cold brew because it's got to be a light roast or a medium roast at most. Okay. Okay, can't you do that dark roast? Doesn't you don't like dark roast. I do like dark roast. Doesn't do well with a cold brew. You should be doing a medium or a light roast. Sorry, I'm. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. Everyone, that's a dad fact. 
Um, dad, dad, fact, fact. <laughs> um, I get that. I get you got to get the everything with the bagel seasoning. Listen, I've tried the local grocery stores. They're not good. Oh, man. I've tried. Okay. Everybody's trying to replicate it. I don't know what it is. Trader Joe's. Remind me after this, because we're going to go through a couple, because I think Trader Joe's staples are good things out there, but there's something that you just said there that triggered something. I need your opinion on something, so we're going to get there. Okay, great. Um, Gosh, what other things are staples? Well, my wife and I are into making our own kind of like poke bowls so that we get the uh, ahi tuna there. Um, But I mean, if you go to Trader Joe's, no matter what's on the list, Mm -hmm. you're grabbing that at Trader Joe's every time you go. A succulent. <laughs> <laughs> there are little shorty plants out Love front. Love them. I do. And it's dead by the time I have to go back. So it's, it really works out. There's a couple things like there's the caramel, sea salted caramel chocolate bar that's good oh, it's sure. near the front. Sure. There's the salted chocolate covered almonds that are like in mm-hmm. the freezer section, but they put them above there. It's a little yellow label. Those are money. Gotcha. Um, and you know what? I used to love, they had the little quiches that they make. It's like a little single quiche, like a breakfast quiche. Yeah. And they used to have like cheese and broccoli and like a mushroom one. They had like three or four and then out of nowhere, they just stopped making them. But I would buy like three of each of those when I'd go to Trader Joe's. They only have like the broccoli cheddar one now, which is good. I'll still grab a couple of them every time I'm there because I just, I, they're so good to me, but like they like omitted the rest of them. I don't know what happened. The shame. Listen, we can go down a rabbit hole forever about this. Anyway, I I do want, I do want people to, to write in or message us. What is like your little, little Trader Joe's staple that you think not just like regularly. What's like a Trader Joe's staple that you're like, everybody's sleeping on this. That's what I'm saying. That's what I was, that's what I was looking for. So you're sleeping on something, you know? Yeah. And then you're like, whoa, whoa, I've never, I didn't even know this existed. And, or you pair these two things together. You got this meal cooking. Now you're really, now you're really onto something. Now you're cooking. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So this morning, I have a a group of my friends. We're in like a a message thread. Okay. Mm -hmm. This morning, out of nowhere, my buddy's like, what's your guys' favorite kind of bagel? So I'll ask you, what's your favorite flavor of bagel? Um, well, probably everything, but... Boom, that's all you needed to say. Okay. I just needed you to say that. Because he goes, now I'm an everything bagel guy. Yeah. Okay. And he goes, and my coworker was telling me he's also an everything bagel guy. Mm-hmm. But my buddy was insisting that's not a flavor. He just doesn't think it's a flavor because it's got too much stuff on it. That's more of like a... a a seasoning or something, but it's not a flavor. And I was like, well, I'm here to tell you it's a flavor. That's so, what is he like? Would he work at like a soft serve yogurt place and flip out on a customer once? <laughs> Cause they got too many things. I don't believe he's ever worked, but I have to, I have to question him on that. But I was like, I mean, look, if you go, you, I was like, I sent him a, like a screen recording. I went to like Western bagel, pretty famous bagel spot. Yeah. Online ordering menu item, bagels, flavors, everything right on there. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, I get it a little bit. It's like a little bit of salt, a little bit of garlic, a little bit of onion. So it's like, but yeah. that but that creates a flavor. Yeah. And it's not everything. You know, they don't have blueberries in there. But. No, that's fine. We'll just leave those out. It, it's kind of one of those things your friends send you a message and then the next half an hour like explodes into messages because another two of my friends said never even tried it. Never even tried an everything bagel. Over 40 years old. Never even tried one. Why do you? Okay. Like, you looked me, it up? Like, huh? You looked it up? What do you mean I looked it up? You said over 40 years old. 
Oh, I know oh, my friends are over 40 oh, years old. I thought old. you were saying the bagel the flavor. Over. <laughs> you were like, everything bagel was invented 40 years ago. Look they here, 40 years. 1983, <laughs> the bagel called everything. Yeah. I really did think that's where you were going with it. <laughs> no, it just blew my mind. It blew my mind one that was like, it's a, it's a flavor. It's a flavor. It's a flavor. I mean, I don't make the rules. Off the high horse, man. It, yeah. If you ask, you know. Pull, pull 100 people off the street. Is everything bagel? Is it a flavor of bagel? Yeah, why? And they like, you know, it's a, it's a flavor. But two of my buddies were like, blueberry's my favorite. Never tried everything. Another guy, cinnamon raisin. Never tried everything before. Like, what are we doing here? That was my thing. My backup is cinnamon raisin, but it's, it's definitely everything. But so is this same friend, the kind of friend that like years ago when we had like camera phones, he's like, it's not really a camera though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's got a camera on it. Was, yeah. It's only a two yeah. megapixels. It's not really a camera. It was funny to me. Like, it, the, the conversation he initially started with, which is, is it a flavor or not? I couldn't get past two of my friends that have like literally never even tried an everything bagel. And I had them. I took a picture. Of, of I, had them, I had them at my house. And it says right on the package, everything. Everything. <laughs> but I had them at my house. I was like, how have you never even tried this? It's like the only one I eat. Yeah. It's a go-to. Once in a while. That's what I mean. Sure, Once in a while, I like to dabble in a cinnamon raisin. Well, I get a sweet tooth. But yeah, I got nothing wrong with a blueberry bagel. It's not bad. My wife's favorite flavor is egg. Well, I don't know if you've ever had an egg bagel before. It's just like the yellow. You can't buy it at the store. Mm-hmm. It's the one that like the bagel company makes. Yeah. It. It's the one that's like that bagel looks really yellow. Yeah, it's an egg bagel. Egg it's bagel. A fl- it's a fl- you know if that's a fl- it's it's flavor everything anyway. I needed to get there with you because I was like, <sighs> yeah. once you no, said everything's all, I was like, hold on a second. <laughs> oh, I get it. So it's been settled. Good. Everything's a favorite. Good. We should probably start this parenting podcast. Nah. <laughs> Listen, you go to Trader Joe's. Trader as a Joe's is a big parent. You're ripping through Trader mm-hmm. Joe's as fast as you can, whether you got your kid or not. For a while there, I haven't done it in a while. I would bring my son and we would we'd go first thing in the morning. Yeah. To Trader Joe's. That was a nice situation. That's, That's where you pass them by the with the little shot glasses of coffee they're offering there. Oh, you want to try our coffee? I haven't done that in so long. Darn tootin' right I am. Yeah. But I had, I've had myself a week. <laughs> I know. Uh, really, I was like bringing a little bit of lighthearted and entertainment and conversation to the top of the podcast because we're going to get down and dirty here in a second. Can get down and dirty. So my, this is a whole thing. And this is, I guess, a dumb dad <laughs> moment, kind of. Uh, well, it's, you guys tell us. We're going to get there. So uh, we had some friends over. Kids are all playing in the backyard because... It's a nice day. They're in the backyard, my daughter, and then we have like that uh, dome that we have. Yep. And the kids are all climbing that. And then we have this like bouncy ball. That's a triceratops. It's like those bouncy balls that you have that you have like the handle and you can just like sit on them and bounce, kids, and bounce, like, bounce, bounce. It, like, like they ride it, ride it, bounce and ride. So there's like a triceratops version, just as a triceratops, but you grab the horns and you bounce around on that. So the kids were playing with that. My daughter bounces off that. She wasn't using it appropriately. <laughs> doesn't matter because she's a kid there is no right way but like she wasn't like sitting on it. i remember she like kind of like jumped off of it kind she of she tried to like use it as a trampoline she yeah. tried to jump on it and then catapult off of that and she did she succeeded she did do that she did she catapulted off of it mm-hmm. and landed and just the way she landed i was like mm. i didn't like that i did didn't you enjoy see it that. happen i like wasn't directly like looking i wasn't kind of thing kind of it was one of those like not looking at her looking that direction so i yeah. saw the fall so i remember being like that's pretty bad i mean we were here i didn't see it It was like it happened behind me yeah so a couple adults did the ooh, yeah but not like scared 
just like, oh, she fell. That sucks. But then she was crying. She's crying pretty hard. And, you know, I went to her and now I'm like immediately like the arm's broken is my thinking the whole time. Um, it's my, and I've had that thought before. So there's like that voice in your head going like, relax, buddy. It's not always the yeah, worst. Or it could not be. <laughs> yeah. So she's like really holding her arm and we're like, okay, this is bad. And we're just talking her through it and putting ice on it and giving her a break. And then she did the thing that I've talked about this in the podcast before. She's got this very mature uh, attitude towards certain things sometimes. And it's mm-hmm. very strange <laughs> because she was very upset once we calmed her down and and uh, got us some ice that the pain kind of dulled away. But she was like, still really hurts. And mm-hmm. we're just like, oh, what do we do here? You know? And it's important to note that as of the first of this month, we're all off insurance. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We are deep into what is Cobra territory Uh where you can, Uh you can buy into it, but you don't have to. It's like just hanging out there and you don't have to pay on the first or whatever. It's just like, Hey, if you need it, you should pay for it. And sure. In fact, people don't know about Cobra. You can kind of like, that's my backup, but it's insanely expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we were not doing that. So now we're just like, now we're doing that thing. That's just absolute garbage about the world is like, yeah, we don't want to leave partly because we have friends over, but really we don't want to leave because well, now we have to pay for this really expensive insurance, which we're not going to hold back because of our kid. We're not saying that, but for sure. the fact that that's even a thought in our mind is just like, God, the healthcare industry is garbage here. Like we're the fact high. that you would be weighing on that in any uh-huh. way, shape, or form as a, like to what your yeah is should be that if the responsibility there, I guess is what I should say. Yeah, it's garbage. It's garbage that we had to think about that instead of like being solely invested in being like, let's go right now. Let's go to the I mean, doctors and, and let's. Because well, because you had to weigh it because like the also a practical side of it is like she's five year old and she's maybe she just landed she, wrong. Yeah, she and, can't accurately tell you like the pain scale of one to ten. Yeah, any of that kind of stuff. And I will say, you know, she's not screaming for an hour, and right. we're just trying to right. get her to calm down so we can really assess the situation. She was crying like she fell. Yeah, she cried. I think part of it was she was scared. Mm-hmm. Part of it, I mean, you know, this is just observing, watching this happen. You know, yeah, she's crying because she's scared. She's crying because she hurt her arm. She was in mommy's arms. She mm-hmm. felt, you know, she calmed down. Yeah, and then what's funny about her? Sort of the other mature thing where she's like, I just got to get out. Well, of this. that's what I was going to say. Get out that's of what I was getting to. <laughs> is that she just checks out and she's done this in the past when she got upset about something. Um, not something like physically she had in a fight or like an argument with somebody and she was like i need to go lay down and it's always funny because you're like sure you don't like what's happening you want to leave and that's fine Mm -hmm. and she did the same thing for this she's like i think i'm gonna go take a nap she's almost six she doesn't nap anymore she hasn't napped for like three years and you couldn't pay her to take a nap yeah well i didn't have to (laughs) um she just was like i'm just gonna go and she went and she went to sleep and we were like okay that's not great either that like she's so exhausted but it could just be like the trauma of it so we're just like now it's just like on my mind yeah. the whole day yeah she ruined my whole day is what i'm saying yeah she, she ruined, ruined whole day. my whole thought yeah. process that's good to get that out here yeah you know? good are you listening to this now daughter years from now um <laughs> so then she uh she wakes up and now we're just like watching her and not bringing it up and she yeah. brings up the arm and we're just like i don't know man so we go for a walk let's all go for a walk 
around the neighborhood. We can walk around the neighborhood and we see her. Uh, we walk around her school, which has like a fence, and and she starts just without benching it. She starts climbing the fence, both arms, not favoring one. We're mm-hmm. watching her do it, and she gets on there. And we're like, okay. And we do the thing where we call my mom, which is really funny because she's she's a nurse, mm-hmm. and I mean the amount of times that I've called her or texted her or my brother and his wife have called and texted. It's so yeah. it's too much. Um, my wife jokes that she could basically make a scrapbook of all the <laughs> rashes all the pictures and pictures and <laughs> injuries through the years. Um, I know your mom feels, I used to work for Apple. Yeah. And as soon as people figure out you work for Apple, they send you pictures of rashes. They send you pictures of rashes, you know, and it's just like, it's just, should my computer be giving this rash to my lap? Um, yeah. But I mean, it's like, can you tell me how to do this? Can you, I, yep. need, I have a question about my computer or whatever they you know. Yeah. Which is like super interesting because the Google is also your best friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it is. A lot of times you could have Googled that. <laughs> yeah. Your mom's never going to turn down a message from her son though. Like, no. Hey, really quick question, mom. So once she climbs the fence, I text my mom, who's already aware of the situation. Sure. And I was like, she just climbed this fence to get on this. And my mom goes, she climbed a fence? And I was like, yeah. And she goes, you let her climb a fence? She's like, it's probably a sprain. And we we're like, okay, great. So she goes to bed. Next morning is school. We have school. After spring break. So it's, yep. there's that too. Yep. We just had an entire week of fun. So now it's time to go back to school. So she wakes up and I said to my wife, you know, we both agree. We're not going to talk about it. Don't bring mm-hmm. it up. You know, because kids of that age are like, oh, I could lean on this. You're really worried, which is gives attention. I'm going to maybe. So it's like, don't. Yeah, for sure. Do not bring it up. So she gets up and we make her cereal and she's eating it and she's like, my arm is still hurting, by the way. And we were like, oh, okay. Um, well, we <laughs> think. By the way, thanks for asking. By the way, yeah. You are horrible You parents. robots. I had a dream that uh, I had great parents. Um, and I know it was a dream because you guys were great in it. Anyway, my arm still hurts. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, my arm still hurts. We were like, well, we think. And this is another one of those mature moments of hers which is just funny where we're like, well, we think you sprained it. Um, and I know it hurts. And if we think you should go to school and if it still hurts, you tell the nurse, we'll come pick you up. And then she just goes, I don't think I'm going to school today. I need to go to the doctors. <laughs> and my wife and I, <laughs> my wife and I just looked at each other and went, Okay. And I went and I paid for Cobra. How um, did you do that? How did you convince me to do that? You just yep. said it so confident. You say something with confidence, and you sometimes you just get what you want. Yep, and that worked. And we went okay. We paid for Cobra. Uh huh. Uh huh. That was so yeah, super fun. So uh, she got her doctor's visit. She won't get college. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you were paying attention to what they were doing. Yeah. that's your closest shot at doing that. Set your arms yourself. Um, so we went and arm broken, arm broken, uh, broken arm called a buckle fracture. So that's why they were like, that's why she's not really, the doctor was like, she's a real trooper about pain in general. A buckle isn't that bad, but it still is a broken bone, but she's not complaining about it. Um, yeah, it's similar to like a hairline fracture sort of, or similar, but a hairline fracture is a crack where Uh a buckle fracture is the, uh, the orthopedic surgeon described it as if you were to back up your car slowly into like a telephone pole and you're like, oops. And you went out and go to look at the damage and there's just a little, little dent in your bumper. No crack or anything, but there's a dent. That's basically what you did. Pressure 
so much landing on so hard that the kids have porous bones more porous than us because they're still developing right and it made a little it made a little bump and you look at the picture and you're like yeah there's a, uh, that's weird there's a bump in there so she was supposed to get a cast mm-hmm. but then the orthopedic surgeon gave me the option a cast or a um like a, a brace. brace yeah brace and it was i mean it's a toss-up between uh wearing uh this basically paper mache rock around her arm that's gonna smell like a dead foot <laughs> or a brace that we can take off at bath time <laughs> not that hard of a decision real uh let's draw straws oh wait there's only one straw and it says brace on it yeah i imagine too like it's yeah she could get a cast but this is more a bump that's like preventative right so like the last thing they want to do is i'm sure if she didn't wear one it would heal yes. but if she fell again on the Break. same arm Break. Like a twig right now. So, so preventative, yeah. right? So, but she's got to wear it. How long does she have to wear it? She's got to wear it for three weeks. Uh-huh. Um, it was tricky because we it's talked up. It was, it was, I mean, all of it's a dumb dad moment. Making her sleep on a broken arm, uh, going to the doctors. And then the next day, her telling her You shouldn't her have had her parents, slept on it. You should say like rolled over, you know, no, like. I don't know. It's the best way to heal it. Sleep on it. <laughs> Throw some salt on it. <laughs> she. I mean, Epsom, Epsom salt. No, no, just the funny thing is, I'm reliving my childhood because I broke my arms in high school, and my mom was like, just "I'm go sorry, to hold on." You said arms, both my arms, multiple, both arms at the same time, at the same time. Yeah, running track. Wow, running track, baby. <laughs> uh, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a leg sport, Kevin. It's contact sport, and <laughs> uh, that your body makes contact with the earth sometimes too hard. <laughs> not if you absorb most of the impact with your a, bones. I guess track is. Track and field, but it still is fall. Anyway, um, <laughs> but I was reliving it because my mom made me sleep on it. was the same thing. It was in high school. Uh-huh. You sleep on both your arms. Worse. And she was like, Good, sleep on it. And I woke up and I remember being in so much pain, which was something I was looking for from my daughter. When she woke up the next morning, I was like, I know it does, oh, not all breaks are the same, but I remember I had a break. And when I woke up, I was like, I'm in so much pain. And my daughter woke up and she's like, My arm kind of hurts. I was like, Yeah, you're fine. She's like, I'm Yeah, because you sprained it. And yeah. I was like, oh, Okay. <clears throat> But no, I, I was like one was a hairline fracture and one was like a, a, a buckle fracture, I think as well. But it doesn't matter. The story's not about me. But that was the thing. We hyped up. We almost had a dumb dad moment where we hyped up the cast because we wanted her to be excited. If, <laughs> yeah. if it's broken, let's make fun, let's have fun with this. So it was uh-huh. like, sure, you're going to get to be the, you're going to get to be the cool kid with a color cool you thing, want. Yeah. Everybody's going to sign it. It's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. And then the orthopedic surgeon's like, if you don't trust your kid, she says this in front of my daughter, which I love. This doctor did not care. She's the sweetest. But she was like, so if you don't trust your kid, let's go with the cast because it's on there and it's not coming off. Got to yeah. wear it for three weeks. If you do trust your kid to listen, let's go with the brace because you can take the brace off during like bath time. And I was like, hold on. <laughs> I'm just thinking of the bag, wrapping the bag. The bag, yes, sealing it. Sealing it and the smell. Uh, and you don't need it. The last thing you want is homework. Walking in with her, like <laughs> dropping a pen down there to itch her arm. And then there's a pen <laughs> stuck in there. None of that. I want none of that. So now I have to backpedal and convince my daughter that a cast is a horrible what idea. What a stupid idea. I, was, I wasn't I was even thinking. But I, had, I had a good one, which was uh, my parents have a pool and she is heart mermaid she loves swimming yeah so i told her let's get a we need to get a brace and she's like but i want to cast i was like i know you want to cast but i didn't know a brace was on the table what's great about a brace is you can still swim in nana nana and pepe's pool yeah if you were a cast when we go to visit them you just have to watch us play in the water 
And you'll, you'll just be getting us drinks yeah. as we're yeah. all having fun in the pool. Which will be make us angry because you're going to be doing it one arm at a time. It's going to be the slower. The service forever. is going to be so slow. Yeah. And you can't run because if you slip and fall on your arm, you'll break it. You and, can't do that. And I can't tip you because I paid Cobra for your <laughs> cast. <laughs> I'm not very liquid right now. <laughs> So, oh man, poor thing. So it's three weeks of her wearing that. Uh, today, as of this recording, today was uh, day one, and she came home. <laughs> she came home, and I was like, "How was school?" And she was like, "Good." And I was like, "Was everybody so happy to see you?" And she's like, "Yeah, yeah, everybody's really happy to see me." And I was like, "Did you get to tell them your story?" And she went. I'm just, can we, uh, I'm just done talking about my arm for today. Can I not talk about it? I was like, so you got like two weeks and six days to go. Yeah. <laughs> six Two weeks, I'm sorry, two weeks, yeah, two weeks and six days, yeah, till our next appointment, but Well, yeah. hey, listen, you show, you after spring break, you show up with a, a brace on your arm, you're going to get asked about it. You must have a cool story, yeah. Cancun, I assume. You jumped off one of them big waterfalls. Was it one of you? Oh, trampoline! You what? You were on one of those things, and somebody jumps off and flings you in the air. No, I just and you landed on like a turtle. Yeah, no, I just no, just did it to myself. Tried to catapult off a triceratops and failed. Um, I was almost extinct. (laughs) Yeah, the landing didn't stick. The landing. Yeah, (laughs) snap the landing. (laughs) Before we continue with the show, I wanted to talk a little bit about Noom. Especially as parents, I think we find we feel out of control at times. But Noom is here to help people take control of their health for good through a combination of psychology, technology, human coaching on their platform to help millions of users meet their personal health and wellness goals. The cool thing about Noom is that you can tailor it to your habits. Noom understands that everybody's weight loss journey is unique and what works for someone else doesn't mean it's going to work for you. That's why Noom's approach adapts to your lifestyle. It's flexible, it focuses on progress, not perfection, allowing you to work toward goals at a pace that's comfortable to you. Listen, we don't have time as parents. You got to find the little time. Personalized lessons to help you gain confidence and practical knowledge, one-on-one coaching, and cognitive behavioral approach that teaches you how to be mindful of your habits. I think as parents, we would all love a little bit more consistency, right? So listen to this. 75% of Noom weight users finished the program, and more than 60% of the users that engaged with the program kept the weight off for a year or more. I mean, that's what I'm talking about. If I finished 75% of the tasks I'm supposed to do at my house, it'd be in tip-top shape. Let's just put it that way. So... To start building better habits for healthier, long-term results, sign up for your trial at Noom.com slash believe. Again, that's Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash believe, B-L-E-A-V. Well, speedy recovery to her, and uh, yeah, what a bummer. It's funny, because you're in this weird situation it's not so scary. Like my daughter's in severe pain. She broke her arms. It's mm-hmm. you know we're, we're at the hospital for hours and that terrifying. That's scary. That happens to yeah. people. Yeah. It was more like a test of what do we do here? You know yes. because she says it hurts. It's not that I don't believe her. I think it hurts. But if she sprained her arm, it would hurt. But right. you don't do anything for. I mean, what are you going to do for a sprained arm? Really? I mean, it's like give her some Tylenol. Give her some Tylenol. Her take it. Take it easy. Sleep directly on it, please. Sleep on it. Yeah. But because you want to protect it. But you know body warmth. But you're sort of going up, but because you say she, she can't articulate like how much it hurts in comparison to whatever else. Right, right. You know, how many times does my son like walk into the edge of the wall or something and go, oh, I just hurt myself so bad. <laughs> you're like, what happened? I bumped into the wall and he's like rubbing his shoulder. And I was like, 
Okay. I'm sure that hurt. Yeah. But you didn't hurt yourself really bad. Yeah. If you hurt yourself really bad, we need to get some professionals involved. You're not, you didn't get hurt really bad, you know, but. And he was like, can I leave? I just, I just bumped you. No, no, no. Sit down for a second. (laughs) Look at the scrapbook Kevin sent me. (laughs) So that's kind of the crazy thing about parenting, right? Yeah. Are they too sick or are they. You know, or are they not too sick? Is the that. fever really high, or they're, did they're, she really break her arm? Did she think it's broken? I don't know. She's climbed a fence. Like that's all that weird territory, you know. Like, and uh, it doesn't help that when all of these happen, it's always the same two days: Saturday and Sunday. Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, it's the and this days. one happened on a Sunday, so it's like, is it urgent care for three hours, <laughs> or do we sleep it off a bit and we go to our nice doctor's office that we're familiar with and they have an x-ray in-house so you don't have to go out to another clinic and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. We, we did that. Yeah. Well, and again, I, I mean, she oh. was calmed down enough and like, and then I guess maybe she goes to sleep for a while. We're mm-hmm. thinking like, okay, well, I can literally see how she feels when she gets up. I mean, yeah. again, if she's like, it's immobile. The other thing too, it wasn't really, you know, it didn't sw- swell. Well, yeah, if anybody's wondering like, hey, dummy, it really didn't swell. She had, as I said, with the climbing the fence, she had pretty much full mobility of yeah, that yeah. arm. So it is one of those like, yes, yes, it's technically broken kind of situation, but it is. It was a buckle yeah. fracture. So that has, yeah, that was that situation. Bummer. I do want to say one more thing about the arm break, which is this weird experience that I've not had to do. And I'm assuming you will have to do someday. Well, I hope you don't, genuinely, is go to a doctor's office. And nobody tells you this, but I kind of spidey sense knew to do this, which was the doctor comes in the room and goes, so what happens? And I just sit there quietly like I didn't hear the question at all. Sure. Because there is a child with an injured arm. And there's an adult there, and everybody's got that one question. Like maybe that you might have to talk to like child services, protective services. Yeah, um, which is fine. I'm all for that. I'll happily answer those questions. It's important, but there is that like, uh, sweetheart. That question was for you. Um, Listeners of the podcast might recall when. I took my kids to the International House of Pancakes and was taking my daughter's jacket off. And it like it like it was cuffed and I and, oh, yeah, yeah. and I tried to pull it off the of her arm and it got stuck. Elbow. She got nursemaid's elbow where the little tendon pops yeah. out of place. And then so I don't remember who went that first. I think that when we got home, my wife took my daughter. Yeah. Because she was like I was already like folded over in anxiety about like how I, I did something. I don't know what I did. I tried to check her jacket off. Yeah. Like I didn't even know what happened. But then my Concern for my daughter who wasn't even using her arm because it's like an uncomfortable thing. It's very yeah. clear how they're holding their arm when, when when something like that happens. But she was like, I don't really think you'd be interested in the line of questioning they're probably going to give you <laughs> at the doctor's office. And I was like, that's fair. And so she took her. Did she get the line of questioning? Yeah. 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 But which is fair. Yeah. All things considered, I was... I was just like, I just felt so awful, you know? And so then probably having to go through the line of questioning would, it would have just made it w- worse. It would have felt worse. And she was just protecting me there and just going like, you stay here. I'm sure she's fine. We're going to get the answer. You just stay here with the son and then we'll go take care of it. Yeah. I was like, I appreciated that. Anyway. Yeah. I got lucky with that one because 
you know, I'm like, I'll happily answer these questions. They're important, but you don't want them. They're such uncomfortable questions. Such uncomfortable you're going to have to like, yeah. why is your child hurt? What did you do? Mm-hmm. Do you get angry a lot? Like all that stuff. And luckily my daughter has the gift of gab. Uh, <laughs> she just was like, <sighs> okay. So we're all playing outside and my brother got this triceratops for his birthday. It's a balloon. You really got a triceratops balloon. That's cool. Well, it's not really a balloon. It's like a ball. It's like a bouncy ball. It's a triceratops. Anyway, he got it for his birthday and I'm jumping around on the thing and I'm like flipping off of it. And I landed wrong. I landed on my arm and I broke it. And the doctor says, okay, and when did this happen? She's like, I said he got it for his birthday. <laughs> How did you get to become a doctor with those listening skills? Yeah, These are context clues, pal. But um, I will I will end it with that. That that part was like, and then I had to go to the orthopedic surgeon. It's <laughs> the same thing. They're just like, so what happened? I was like, what? you want to tell that story one more time? Why don't you go ahead? I'll um, just uh, you field the questions I'll, for now. I'll fill in anything. No, actually, no. You got it. <laughs> well, I'll tell you something. I have I brought a dumb dad moment to the day. Actually. It's sort of a dumb dad moment. It was like about to be a dumb dad moment. So my wife and I were getting ready. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to bring this up because it was sort of a dumb dad moment. Okay. It was like a, it was a dumb dad moment on the horizon. Uh-huh. And so we're uh-huh. getting ready to leave the house and it was in the morning and we kind of had plans to leave the house fairly early in the morning. Uh-huh. And I'm the type of person that when we're, it's like when, when I know that we got to leave the house by a certain time, Mm-hmm. I just have it in my brain like I got to be ready by then. Right? I got to be ready by then. And sometimes I don't think about what else might need to happen in order to get that done. Gotcha. So that we can all leave the house. Sure. I just think I'm going to make sure I'm ready. You're so standing ma- by the door with your shoes on your kids are in their underwear. <laughs> yeah. So that's sort of what this is. Well, my wife wakes up much earlier than I do if, on a daily basis. She works up at like wakes up at like five forty five every yeah. day for work, right? Yeah. So naturally she just gets up earlier than I do. She she was up, did a couple things with the kids. I think like one of the kids was up and then another one like just gotten up and we were probably out of the house in let's say like forty five minutes. Something like that. Yeah. And she had already been up dealt with one of the kids i think she had like just taken a shower something like that she was kind of well on yep. her, well on her way i was kind of like slowly sitting up out of bed looking at my phone or something and she said to me i just want to tell you that if i'm the only one that kind of does everything to get the kids ready oh then i'm probably going to resent that the rest of the day oh and i was like oh right and it was like, and so that was triggering in the moment to like, sure, yeah, dummy, like get your stuff done, but also help out to make sure the kids are dressed. Do we have water bottles? Whatever. Whatever. Did you cover? Need. Did you go, oh, okay, hold on. Diamond necklace ordered. Thank you for interrupting me. <laughs> so anyway, that's all she said. And then we proceeded to get out of the house. We went, we had our fun. We did the whole thing that day. And then like two days later- uh huh. She asked me when I when I said that to you, what did you think? And I said, honestly, I thought, oh, I'm really glad she said something because I don't know what I was about to be doing the next 45 minutes. Sure, sure. But maybe patterns have shown in the past, like maybe I've been a little lazy and just focused on getting myself ready. Sure. And then thinking like, oh, here we all go. 
Yeah. But that's not really fair. That that's can be very frustrating for the person yeah, that you, is like, if she's just focused on that. And again, like, it's not like, I don't care. I don't, I don't expect her to do it. I don't think I just got to do my thing and she handles that stuff. It's just sometimes like my, how I think. But I, it, I, but I it also might be, it also might be to a degree you do expect her to do it, but only because of whatever the situation is in terms of like, she's off work, uh, you know, cause you're the stay at home dad. Maybe she's off work. You pull off the gas a little bit. Like, I'm not saying you do like that. Just like it can, it can be one of those things like subliminally. Like I know like in our house, my wife does 99.8% of the laundry every once in a while. I start a load. I just don't do it. Um, yeah. I do, probably it's it's leveled out a little bit since the pandemic but no i mean i, I probably do 70 80 percent of the cooking mm-hmm. uh, probably more than that 80 90 percent and we've both kind of fallen into those roles so i wonder if there's just that thing especially when we've been home for two years like once people are in a pattern of doing something I'm like well i know it's gonna get done because that person it, and it's good that she communicated that which is that's the important part is that she said something and it's like, Oh, okay. That's something I need to work on and adjust. Yeah. I mean, I think the, the, the reason I wanted to bring it up is because I thought, man, that's also probably a very easy way to then selfishly think like, Oh, was that an attack on me? And like all this stuff for sure. I thought like, or she could just be speaking the truth in the moment. And then I can choose to hear that and then do something about it. Yeah. And so I did, and we got ready and we were out of the house and everything. And yeah, and then in total truth, without her asking me about it in the moment, I like later on that day or like even probably just on the drive out of the driveway, I thought like, man, I'm really glad you said something because I don't know if I would have been too lazy and forgotten about that or just not thought about it and done my own Focused thing. Focused on your own stuff and not realize that these kids and like- Yeah, not yeah. realize like I could probably help <laughs> the yeah. parenting space here for, for a sure. moment. For whatever. sure. And so- when she asked me about it like a day or so later, I said, you know, I was like really glad you said something. And I didn't att- I didn't take offense to it at all. I didn't think you were assuming that you weren't she wasn't like assuming and labeling the outcome before it even happened. Yeah. But she maybe saw like a couple moments there and she had already been up for a half an hour. Yeah. And so because I didn't like pop right up since I hadn't been up for half an hour mm-hmm. and just pitch right in, she thought, I'm just gonna say something right now just in case. Or just to like you know, set the expectation a little bit. And I really appreciated it. And then, so I told her the next day, I was like, you know, I was glad you said something because yeah. the last thing I want to do, actually the last thing I want to do is assume everything's fine and wonder why she may be a little short with me the rest of the day because right. she's in a resentful mood because she didn't say something. Right. And I just was a little too selfish with my time and I didn't do anything about right. it. Right. And so it's not easy to be criticized or it's not easy to be given a note sometimes or whatever if you're not prepared to receive it. For sure. Right? And so I think that's probably why she was a little sketch at first, just saying, like, should I say something? Should I not say something? I don't want to I don't want to upset him. Yeah. Which is fair as well, but it didn't. You know, I was like, wow, I love her so much. I mean, that's just like what this is about. Because here's the thing. None of this works as parents if you're not willing to say something like that to somebody. Of course. If you can't say something like that to somebody, you probably got other stuff to work on, right? Right. So anyway, I just thought it was I just thought that was important. I think it's probably a two way street in many situations where you just tell your partner, like, Can I just say something really quick? Like, can we just do this really fast or can we work on this? Or Yeah. Because the other thing is it's even harder to receive the note 
if it happens 10 times in a row and they can't take it anymore. And so they're at a 10 with it. Right. And you're at a one because you're not even aware it's going on. Yeah. Then it's then that's then that's you go really one to a thousand. That's yeah. Then you go one to the to a thousand to defend yourself, not you knowing that to stand on and yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah exactly. Yeah, I think that no, that's a good point. I think it's something all couples can work on. Uh, the lethargy, the like, the you know, it all gets kind of calloused in terms of like, because I remember, and this is just because of like the new, uh, new parent thing. But like when we first had our kid. Uh, my wife and I had a shared note um, on our phones that was a checklist of when we visited my parents because they live in the Palm Desert area. It's about two, two and a half hours away with fine traffic. Yeah. So obviously you're not turning around. So you got to make sure you've got you know the diapers, the wipes, the sound machine, the pack and play, like a million changes of clothes. And we the laptops. The lap, huh? laptops. <laughs> we forgot the laptops one time. So we like make a checklist and – we would both go through those and like we would erase it. The first thing you do is like uncheck everything because we did it last trip and we did that. Yeah. We don't do that so much anymore. Um, we don't do it at all anymore. Mm-hmm. And I would say my wife probably takes on all of the packing for the kids um, and herself. And then she'll be like, I set aside this, this and this for you. And then I'm like, I'm turning the car into the greatest game of Tetris that you've ever yeah. seen in your life. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love packing a car. That's a stupid thing that dads it's do. It's a stupid but thing, but I I really like going, I can solve this problem. I have that much space and that much stuff to fill well, it with. That's no problem from here. The last time we visited my last time we visited my parents when we were leaving, my wife's like, I don't I still got these three bags and the car is packed. And I was like, excuse me for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> Step aside for a second, please. <laughs> but that's a good point. That's a good reminder uh, that I probably need to check in more. Uh, myself, because it's a good point of the uh, falling into the habits, especially with this pandemic, with us being stuck in the same every day is like the joke of parenting in general. Before the pandemic, we would make us parenting. It's the same day every day. And with the, yeah. uh, with the uh, pandemic and not going anywhere, it's like now it really is the same day every day. It feels like it. I mean, it's probably even that much easier to have to have felt like that over the last two years. Yeah. You know, you found your way into a um, a rhythm, right? You know, to get through it, and now we're sort of starting to come out of that a little bit, and things are starting to become "quote unquote" normal. But but things move on, and life moves on again, and mm-hmm. you got to get back into the swing of things in different ways. Help your partner out, even if you don't do the laundry very much. Start a load. I mean, yeah, I totally get like certain couples have roles, and which is totally fine. You know, like. I don't oh. like. I don't like to cook. You like to cook. Great. Or that kind of. That's yeah. fine. But setting up to cook, or you know, those find different ways to surprise yeah. and delight. And I think is are important as well. And I thought, like, I'm so glad you said something up front because it feels a lot worse if. Lot. And it's not on her to say something, but I'm happy she did. But it feels a lot worse if it's like. So for the last two weeks. It's been like every morning and you've been doing this and I need to say yeah. something. You know, then you feel so much worse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's like work on, it's not on her to say something, but if she does say something, try not to let her say it again. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So the real test will be like cause two months from now when she's like, yeah. so remember when? <laughs> hmm, look at you. <laughs> like the men in black erased your memory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You fell right back into it. Yeah. And you're like, uh, I've been here before. But guys, if you guys, 
we've we've covered some ground today. So, I think so. if you have a dumb dad, dumb mom, dumb parent story that involves your child getting hurt or anything in general, please write into us. Uh, if you have a story about uh, yeah communication issues. We'd love to hear about those as well. If you have a favorite item at Trader Joe's. I'm so glad you said that. I was waiting for you to finish so I could <laughs> add that in there. <laughs> right into that. Uh, it's dumbdadpod at gmail.com or you can DM us on Instagram mm-hmm. at dumbdadpod, which is also our handle on TikTok and Twitter. We are the Dumb Dads on YouTube. And starting ideally next week, we're going to be in uh, my home studio. We're going to try to build out a little studio for us. Build out a studio in the next week or so. Um, hopefully, the next podcast will be on YouTube. Uh, love that. I don't see why it wouldn't, but you know, complications <laughs> happen. Um, well, you just jinxed it. So two weeks from now. So stay tuned for that. <laughs> and thanks for listening, as always. Thanks to Ad Verdue for the intro outro beats. Thanks, as always, to my lovely wife Annie for editing this podcast. And Evan. Do you have a joke? Oh, I got a joke. Send for you. us home. I got one for you. Ready? Here we go. What happened to the girl who ate food coloring? What happened to the girl that ate food coloring? She turned violet, violet? Mm. She died a little inside. Jesus. Well, just because of the food coloring. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Bye. Welcome to the world, little one. Welcome to life. How do I stop this? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. Our house is a mess. Come on in. I'm Amber Wallen, internet comedian, plant queen, and host of your new favorite podcast, Fly on the Wild. Okay, that's pretty presumptuous to assume that this is going to be their favorite podcast, by the way. Like, come on, Amber. Anyway, that wasp that you just heard interrupt me is my husband. And co-host, Benjamin Wallen, also a comedian, and I host people at our home. I have a great wine collection in my cellar. Well, you it's mean not a cellar. the mini fridge. It's a mini fridge. It's a mini fridge. Yeah. New episodes of Fly on the Wallen drop every Wednesday. Listen in as we discuss relationships, books, and keeping our sweet baby kid alive while we make laughs on the internet. Subscribe to Fly on the Wallen wherever you get your podcasts.